Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome to the Anxiety Coaches Podcast, a relaxing and informative show where we explore anxiety, panic, and PTSD, sharing how you can overcome them for life. To the Anxiety Coaches Podcast. Now let's get into today's show. PMS and anxiety. Well, this is not a show for the guys, although if you guys have a woman in your life, you may want to listen up. You can pass on the information. You can be well-educated so that you can be more understanding, or supportive, or just to know what it is that's going on with the other half of the population. I wanted to start by talking about how the medical community has two specific diagnoses, I guess, now for women who are struggling with discomfort prior to their menstrual cycle. We do understand that along with estrogen and progesterone changes, Um, they go throughout a woman's cycle, that cortisol also plays a part here. Cortisol will spike premenstrually. So if you have anxiety already, you want to remember this, that that your cortisol naturally is going to spike, uh, you know, uh, 10 days to two weeks before your period. And any spike in cortisol can trigger, trigger or worsen anxiety, panic. Even the slight raise in cortisol that happens in the morning that helps to wake us up and get us revving and out of bed can cause panic in those who are oversensitized. So this is where we start to see the thread of why your PMS really gets revved up during, you know, your premenstrual cycle. Um, the cortisol is higher. And if you are already anxious, or you are already oversensitized, any little bit of cortisol is going to put you through to really being revved up. And people who do not suffer with anxiety, who wouldn't have themselves in that category of carrying anxious thoughts, or um, any of the other symptoms that we talk about here, They don't carry those around with them on a daily basis regularly, but they may have those during their uh, 10-day to two-week time prior to their period. So we want to remember that, okay? It's kind of like just going to another level. Like every month, you're going to go to this new level. Uh, You're going to bump it up another notch because of the cortisol. So... This was, um, today's podcast is because of a discussion that was in the group 
but prior to that, um, I had gotten an email of one of our wonderful listeners who wanted this kind of discussion to happen here on a podcast. So between those two uh, promptings. It is time. It is here. It is, the schedule has finally opened up for this podcast. So to answer that question um, to the PMS, PMDD question is to do what we want to do. She asked, what can we do? What is this about? What are the symptoms about? Not just the physical or the emotional symptoms, but the physical symptoms. And what can we do? And so what we do is what we would do to calm and heal the nervous system first. That's first and foremost is to calm and heal the nervous system and then proceed from there. Any hormonal uh, supplementation or medication needs to be on a very individual basis. And we're probably not going to get into much of that here. I've got a lot of suggestions, but... Not going to get into specific whether you should be using progesterone creams or a host of other herbs that can act on your hormonal imbalances and and help balance you out because it's very specific and individual. And so what and no matter what you do, the first thing you have to do is do the corrections, fill the holes up in the leaky bucket first. And so that's what we're going to do. We want to work on calming and healing the nervous system and then proceed. Now we want to remember that any hormonal supplementation or medication will be on an individual basis because when playing with one of those hormones, it disturbs all of them. It isn't as simple as saying, oh, you're low in this. We're just going to add more. It looks that simple on paper, but it's not. Once you add more, there's a whole cascade of events that follow and different hormones are going to do different things. So there are, of course, many herbs uh, and over-the-counter things that are sold to help, quote, regulate your hormones or to relieve PMS symptoms. Yet the core of the problem may still remain. And so I want everybody to think about that for a moment. You can take supplements, you can take, and they're great things. They're great things. They're herbs. They're uh, from nature. They're a medication that perhaps your physician told you was going to be the answer for you. And so what I want you to think, has the core of my problem been taken care of or does it still remain? What I'm saying here is that The best course of action for anyone suffering with PMS, PMDD, or anxiety for that matter, is to get basic. Have you tried One Skin for your skincare routine yet? I love the simplicity of these products and the medical grade ingredients in them, not to mention how easily they fit into my skincare routine. The OS1 face moisturizer and OS1 eye cream make skin look visibly smoother and clearer and immediately feel softer and more hydrated. The secret is One Skin's proprietary OS1 peptide. It's the first ingredient proven to switch off the aging cells that cause lines, wrinkles, and thinning skin. And several studies back it up. 
So if you're tired of cycling through ineffective skincare trends and overcomplicated routines, then I'm so excited to share with you One Skin, just simple, scientifically validated solutions. One Skin is the world's first longevity company. By focusing on the cellular aspects of aging, One Skin keeps your skin looking and acting younger for longer. Get started today with 15% off using code ACP at oneskin.co. That's 15% off oneskin.co with code ACP. After your purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them. Please support our show and tell them we sent you. Get Getting to the roots of the problem, getting to the roots of our being and moving up from there. This means not using herbs or meds and still eating a lousy diet because we are stressed and have no time. It means to get down and take care of those basic life issues that are causing that stress, robbing our time, leaving us fried day in and day out. Therein, when we look at those things, not using herbs or meds and eating a lousy diet or running through, ramming through life, stressed all the time, when we get down and take care of the basic life issues that cause us that stress, that rob our time, that leave us disjointed or fried day in and day out, then therein lies the birth of healing. Yes, there are some general interventions of basic nutritional supplementation and hormonal replacement or supplements for those who um, are with medical need. And those will be very helpful but we don't want to get into the headspace of expecting a cure from a bottle. That's just magical thinking. There's an old saying about uh, in the dietary world, and it's, you can't outrun a bad diet. And I think that holds true here. We can't uh, medicate a, a bad diet. We can't supplement our way out of a bad diet. And if you don't think your diet has anything to do with your PMS or PMDD, I beg you to give it a try and see what kind of changes can happen for you. So let's get into some ideas of things that you can actually do for yourself. One of the things that we start with is eliminating. What can we eliminate? Basically, you want to eliminate And most women can tell you that the bloating is so uncomfortable and the bloating isn't just in the belly. We're retaining water throughout our entire bodies. Some really sensitive people will have swelling in the legs or hands, um, in the feet. And that swelling goes on throughout the whole body, putting pressure on all kinds of different parts of us, including our brain. So if we can eliminate table salt. Now, table salt is the white stuff that's in the shaker in most restaurants and maybe on your kitchen table. And it is sodium chloride. And it's, um, you just want to replace that. And you can still use salt. Actually, salt is very beneficial and it is actually quite necessary. But you want to replace that 
white sodium chloride table salt with a whole salt, such as a Celtic sea salt. That's kind of a gray looking salt or a pink Himalayan salt. They've become quite popular these days and are in every store, including Costco. So they're everywhere. And I would highly suggest spending the extra couple bucks to get that because it will make a whole whole difference in your way of feeling. um, White table salt has been stripped of everything except the sodium and the Celtic sea salt or the pink Himalayan salt or there's many others out there on the market. Um, but they will have a color to them. Uh, they have not been stripped of the other minerals. And our bodies are very used to this mineralized salt, not just straight up sodium. So grab yourself some of that good salt and experiment with it. And you've heard me talk on the other shows about using magnesium. And when you use uh, the magnesium, liquid from uh, Dr. Carolyn Dean. She has you put it in your big jug and you make your water for the day. And you also put salt in it. I've been putting salt in my water for a long time. It replaces electrolytes, but don't put just straight white sodium salt into your um, drinking water. You want to use one of those good salts that is going to replace not only sodium, but all of the other electrolytes that are naturally occurring. The other things we want to look at to eliminate, if you have PMS, and especially if you have PMDD, and if you have anxiety, you might really just want to be looking at this anyway. Most of you have probably already done this. But if you haven't, I'm here to remind you once again to eliminate alcohol. It uh, can help some people. And if you're one of those people that one drink in the evening one glass of wine or one cocktail, whatever your, you know, pick your poison, whatever yours is, then fine. But the point is that alcohol makes so many people revved up in their anxiety. And not to mention, if there is a hangover involved the next day, most people with anxiety, it is then going through the roof. So I highly suggest with if you have PMS or PMDD to also eliminate alcohol. Let's see where this can take you. The next thing would be to eliminate caffeine. Again, if you have anxiety, you may have already eliminated all these things. And if you're not sure if something has caffeine in it, check. Lots of stuff has caffeine and crazy amounts of it. So you want, you can Google anything these days. I know you can Google the caffeine amounts that are in things. And you want to eliminate the caffeine in all forms. And that may mean that you can't have that chocolate depending on how sensitive you are. Many, many of my clients are way too sensitive to caffeine to even be able to eat um, their favorite little bites of chocolate. You're an individual. You have to become your own science project with this and keep a log, keep track of what you took out, how long it was out, and then retest it. Give yourself two weeks without it before you retest, and then you'll you'll get a real sense of what's working for you and what's not. Now, some other things I want you to eliminate are probably not as common as you have read on the internet or maybe even heard from your physician's office on how to help work naturally with your PMS. 
And this is household and environmental toxins. I want you to check your soaps, your creams, your laundry soaps, your home cleaning products, your nail polish, hair products, etc. They very well may may contain hormonal disruptors. Now, you know we you know we usually think, well, my goodness, everything is FDA approved or it's considered food safe. The reality is you have to take care of yourself. No one is looking out for you. And I'm going to give you a website. Um, it's www.ewg.org. And that is um, a great site for looking at the environmental toxins that might be in a lot of these products. They have um, some great lists of safe you know, safe shampoos or because, you know, here's what I'm finding. A lot of people would go, oh my gosh, I can't do that. Like, what are you talking about my shampoo? But if you are suffering, if you have, are that sensitized that the cortisol that comes up prior to your period is sending you for a loop, Yes, I want you to look into changing some of these things. There's lots of great stuff on the market that is not toxic. And so you can, you just have to do a little homework to replace some of these, these things. That would be a whole show in and of itself, uh, eliminating environmental toxins because they are everywhere. And remember, these toxins that I'm talking about are hormone disruptors. That means many of them disrupt hormones or they mimic hormones and so they cause havoc within your body within your cycles so no amount of supplementation hormonal supplementation or uh, replacement therapy or herbs can overcome this type of hormonal disrupting havoc it's important to pay attention to and There have been uh, whole movements of cleaning up the toxins in a home. And it wouldn't be good just for you. It'll be good for your whole family. I read somewhere recently that one of the largest indoor environmental toxins in the home was dryer sheets. And um, you may want to check into it. Like if you're using stuff like that, uh, yeah, there's other ways around it. There's real natural ways to do it. All that stuff is so easy to find these days. Um, it's not like back in the day where we had to make all our own stuff if we were trying to stay away from what was a toxin to our body. Now, there are some really hardy souls out there that no matter what they bump into, they seem to be able to handle it. One of the things I've noticed over the years is that We truly do have a toxic threshold. Our body can take a lot. We can take molds. We evolved around molds. We can take um, VOG. We have VOG here. And, uh, you know, humans evolved around uh, the VOG from volcanoes. I mean, you can take so much. But then if you live like where I do, adding cane smoke onto it, cane burning and uh, in the paints in a home or the outcasing of new furniture, there is just a load that the body can no longer accept. And if you have a liver that is somewhat compromised and is not able to help clear these toxins easily, you're going to feel them even more. So 
it doesn't hurt to look into it. Go to that website. Again, it is www.ewg.org. And there's all kinds of great info on there and lists of different products that are super safe and uh, pure. Now, I'm going to talk about a few things that we want to reduce. And so you want to reduce your sugar. I would say eliminate it, but most people would have trouble doing that. It's probably a hard thing. You want to greatly reduce it. Once you've reduced it, you'll have uh, better luck at reducing it even more. And the one that you especially want to reduce, if not totally eliminate, is fructose. And I mean that in the form of high uh, fructose corn syrup, not fruit. Fruit is fine. The the fructose in fruit is uh, not the problem. It's the fructose that we're finding in all those sweetened drinks, uh, packaged foods. So just see if you can eliminate that. It does not travel and it is through the body and it is not metabolized in the same way that sugar is. So they are very different animals. And so I guess the first one on my list would be eliminate the um, high fructose corn syrup and um, then look at reducing your, that will reduce your sugar greatly to begin with. So start there. And then what I'd like you to add, the best thing to add is real food. Real food, meaning the basics, the staples. And if that means you don't eat some fancy meals, that's okay. Maybe you just start simple and then you build it back up again. But if you're not feeling well month after month, if this is a struggle, you really want to pay attention to what you can do to get down to that root. If you can eliminate what is causing this hormonal problem, you won't have to put band-aids on it. You won't have to keep fixing it. You will eliminate it and your body will take care of itself. So some other things we can add besides our real food diet. Again, that could be a whole nother podcast. You want to be sure that you're drinking clean filtered water or clean uh, spring water. Check your water. Um, It varies from place to place, and we've seen nightmares with communities with water uh, recently. So I would definitely check into making sure that you are drinking clean, filtered water for you and your family. The basics that you can add also are a calcium-magnesium-potassium combination. Um, Any health food store would probably have the kale-mag-potassium combo. And those three minerals... They're all electrolytes, but what they do in combination is they will help to regulate your water retention and help to keep on keel the electrolyte balance. So if you add um, that in on day uh, 14 for yourself, if you have a 28-day cycle, that would be really helpful for the water retention and electrolyte balance. You can also add in a very basic B-complex, and that you would want to be taking all month long. That's because if you are in childbearing years and having PMS or PMDD, you have huge stress on your body. And so you burn more of the B-complex much more rapidly because of that. So grab a B-complex and take that all month long. These are just uh, precautions. They're not, they're not um, going to fix things, but they're going to give your body some of the building blocks that it needs to do its own work. 
And the other thing you want to add in is your regular daily movement, meaning moving throughout your day. If you can walk a little bit more, again, just the simple things. I'm not saying go out and join a gym. That actually adds more stress to most people's lives. Doesn't help. But if you can park the car at the far end of a parking lot and walk, if you can take the stairs instead of an elevator for two or three flights, um, those simple things, if you can do yoga in the morning or the evening to relax or invigorate yourself, if you can do some Tai Chi for energy healing, you can walk, you can swim, you know, find a sport you like, have it be fun, whatever it is, dance, put your favorite music on and move. We can't make it a chore. We have to make it movement throughout our day has to be something that we are enjoying. So, you know, the other thing you want to pay attention to when you're adding more movement into your day is to decrease your movement as your energy dictates. Pushing through when you are exhausted is not self-care. And as a woman who has a cycle, you are going to have to pay attention because your body is working extra hard sometimes and it is needing tons of work after that. It is needing, it is not needing tons of work. It is needing tons of care after working really hard, preparing the body to have a, you know, a possible baby. There's a lot that's happening. Everything is different, not just your hormones. So you want to be sure that you're getting foods that have the iron in it. Eat the real foods. You want to make sure you're moving. Add the electrolyte balance uh, to help with your water retention. And move, but rest also. Rest when your body says it's tired, believe it. We gain nothing by pushing through and being martyrs. Nothing is gained because we end up falling down eventually and in a much bigger way than just taking a 20-minute nap or 20 minutes twice a day to do our meditation to keep us calm and relaxed. So do these lifestyle changes and watch your body respond. The hormones are all playing in the same game for your health and wellness. So first we need to give them what they need and then get out of the way and let them do their work. And now for today's quote. This is from Adele Davis. As I see it, every day you do one of two things, build health or produce disease in yourself. Again, that was Adele Davis. I'll be back in a few more days with another podcast. Until then, be well and aloha. Thanks so much for joining us for today's episode of the Anxiety Coaches Podcast. Find more information at the anxietycoachespodcast.com.